0: This episode is brought to you by LucidPoint. Are you struggling to take your IT organization to the next level? We help our customers do so with confidence. Turn your vision into reality. Call LucidPoint today.
1: Welcome to the Quick Take Podcast, the show where you get targeted advice and coaching for executives by executives. I'm Susie Tomanchuk,
0: And I'm James Camps. Give us 15 minutes and we'll give you three secrets to address the complex topical issues that are challenging executives like you today.
1: Hey, welcome to Quick Take Quicksters. How are you today? I'm here. I'm Susie and I'm here with James. How are you, James?
0: I am just the the best I've ever been.
1: (laughs) People uh, must wonder why we're always laughing when we start our podcast, but it's just because we have joy in our heart all the time.
0: Always. we do we do. We do. And it's a miracle that this podcast comes off at all. So there's a little there's a little preamble that the miracle occurs, and then this thing starts. So
1: that's right. Well, there's no easy way to transition, so I'm just gonna go to tell you about a client. I just met with yesterday. It's funny how all my content comes from people. Um, this guy that I'm coaching. i'm I'm actually gonna start coaching. just got promoted. Uh, within his organization, he's been with the organization for a long time. Um, and he's worthy of the the promotion. And he, it was really challenged with, he started out by saying, you know, one of my direct reports is actually a really good friend of mine. The other mm. direct report has been, you know, just kind of old school, doesn't like to do all of the admin stuff. And so is using kind of like your managerial style is, is really micromanaging when he's asking him to do some things that are very important for the business, basic stuff, but he's never had to do it before. And it just struck me that, you know, we get promoted and we just think we're going to show up the next day and just be able to be that in that seat, in that promotion. And I feel like people need to have a shift in order to do that, or they may not be successful. Just because you have the promotion doesn't mean you're going to be successful.
0: It is hard. And, you know, we, we had another episode, uh, which is a companion to this, which was really the three things that you need to do, uh, to be successful in your promotion. But I think this, this story highlights a really great point, which, you know, there's, there's lots of things you just can't do. And, um, I, I love this idea or this, uh, this story, because it is super challenging to get promoted, but it's even harder to get promoted internally. And, totally um, and especially, I mean, you, you, you really, uh, plucked one of my, you know, my strings on, on the worst case scenario, which is you're promoted. And now one of your direct reports is, is somebody who is your best friend. You know, that is the hardest possible thing that can happen. Yeah. Um, and just to deal with that requires a tremendous amount of, of, uh, skill and, and, um, um, and, uh, attention to detail.
1: Yeah. And it's frustrating. It's almost like, you know, too much. Yeah. you know kind of like you mm-hmm. you know what they're gonna their reaction or you kind of already have these kind of trigger things that happen yep. Yep. so they learn it too,
0: yeah, and maybe that's another great episode, which is just how to deal with uh, being promoted over your friends um because that's that's a, there's yeah. a litany of things that we could talk about there um but um yeah, I mean I think today maybe it's great let's just give a, some some recommendations on the things that you should avoid uh, uh yes. following a promotion.
1: Yeah. Things you should not do. What's number one? What should you you not do?
0: The the first one really is, you know, you you should not keep doing your old job. Right. And, And I think it's so important when you get promoted that you draw that line, because I think if you want other people to see you in a different way, you have to stop doing that job. Now, many times your promotion includes you doing your old job with additional responsibilities. But there, if you think about it, objectively, and you really give it some some analysis, you realize that there is a difference between doing your job and having something in your remit. Um, and so just because yeah. you still oversee something doesn't mean you still have to manage it and, and deal with it in the same way. So you want to take a step mm-hmm. back and say, okay, I now have a bigger remit or I have a different point of view. How do I do this thing differently? Um, mm-hmm. Doing that on top of everything else is a, a guaranteed way to fail. So Number one piece of advice, stop doing your old job, start doing your new job.
1: Yeah. Cause you morph back into who you were before,
0: right? It's right. going to
1: happen. You're not going to go where you need it to go. So,
0: yeah. And I think that's a real, real challenge that, um, you know, this is that opportunity to, um, reinvent yourself and, and you need to be thoughtful here. Uh, and if you don't uh, go through some very methodical and, uh, think, uh, um, approaches to ensure that you don't fall backwards, It'll happen very quickly.
1: Yeah. It's hard to say the negative part because I want to give advice on not how not to fall into that. And so yeah. I won't, but it's hard not to.
0: But I think you it's very easy for you to see that you are, right? And so that's yeah. why I like that as my first recommendation is because it's very simple. There's lots of things you can do to avoid it, but you'll know when you're doing your old job. You're doing the same yeah. thing. You're going to the same meetings. You're having the same responsibilities. Yes. Nothing's changed. Right then and there, you need to know. I haven't changed anything, so I need to stop doing my old job.
1: Yeah, 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 love it. All right, what's number two? You know, the second one's
0: equally interesting, um, and it it somewhat applies um, to that type of promotion. But if if you are repeat or. you're backfilling a role, you're fulfilling a role of a previous uh, leader, or you're going to a company and you are a replacement, you want to make sure you're not doing their job. Yeah. And what do I mean by that? I mean, the reality of the universe is that people in roles that are good at their job, they fill that role with their skill set. They become the puzzle piece in which the company fills around them. And so you are oftentimes going to struggle if you try to be the new Carol or the new Dave. You need to be you in that company. And so people yeah. who are least successful when they're promoted or taking a new job are trying to be the person that was there before them. And so you need to, second thing to avoid is avoid being your predecessor. Establish the boundaries, establish what you do and don't do, and be that person, be you in that role. Uh, because if you try to be mm-hmm. that predecessor, You'll have a very likely uh, likelihood of failure. And a lot of people who replace long term employees are failures because the company isn't prepared for them to not be that person. And so you've got to set that up front, set that stage up front and saying, look, I am not Carol. I'm James and I'm going to do this role as we've defined it. And I'm going to do it my way. You have to do it with with a light touch and you you, you can't walk around and say, Carol was an idiot. But um, even if she was, uh, but you do have to uh, um, be sure not to to be the predecessor. I guess one more thing that I'll offer up to there is that sometimes when that predecessor does have a large uh, presence, um, it is difficult. And um, you have to go in there and learn a lot about that predecessor to ensure that um, you are uh, doing it in the right way.
1: Yeah. And I think it, what, I think the reason people do that is because it fills, somebody else did it. So it gives you confidence if you follow mm-hmm, in their footsteps mm-hmm. that you're doing right, it the right, right way. And I think what people don't realize is when you're in this new role, it's okay to not feel comfortable. You shouldn't feel comfortable. Yeah. You have to figure it out. And so yeah, that you. might be, it, it, that's a way to go. Well, if they did it this way, then I'm going to keep doing it this way, but don't. Be you. It'll be inauthentic. People won't recognize you as that leader if you don't s- step into it and just be you. Right.
0: You have to know that you bring stuff to the table and those things yeah. are your experiences and your ways of doing things. And you're going to be better doing it that way. Certainly, yeah. you know, stand on the shoulders of giants. We all need to do that. But also, you know, be you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that one so much. This is so important to really be thoughtful about this instead of just the mm. next day just showing up. What are you going right, to do different? Right. So what's what's the third one?
0: You know, the third one I think is is just super powerful that you need to set boundaries up front right away, mm-hmm. and it kind of it does certainly um, build on top of the other two, perhaps, um, in the sense that. You know, oftentimes you're going to go into that role and you're going to work extra hard, or you're going to work extra hours. You're going to take on extra responsibility. Those first decisions can last forever, can haunt you forever. Um, and so, if you don't a like we said, stop doing your old job. B, not be your predecessor, or C, not set boundaries with your leadership team. You can create a, a situation where you're actually going to do be, be um, perceived as not doing a better job later because you were so aggressive and so over the top upfront, um, mm-hmm. This is where I really like to uh, talk about having a 30, 60, 90 day plan. And within yeah. that 30 days, you should be setting boundaries. So um, it, it, what you want to do, uh, what you want to avoid doing is not having good balance in your time. You want to make sure that you are setting good parameters. And so what you, you want to avoid is really stepping in and getting in over your head too quickly.
1: Yeah. You know, the reason why psychologically, I think we're afraid to set boundaries because we don't want people to not like us or to question our Mm -hmm, leadership. But mm -hmm. if you don't, people will allow you to set your boundaries so far. They're not going to tell you, you shouldn't be doing this. Your people will let you take on more responsibility. So you have to set those boundaries. And so when you don't, you are not setting yourself, your future up self up for success, and you're not going to grow into the role.
0: Totally agree. You know, one of my, my favorite examples here is I started as the CTO of a firm uh, here in Colorado, and um, the predice- my predecessor had been with the firm a long time, um, and so his departure left a hole. And um, during my briefing um, with the leadership team, that went really well. And then when I met with the staff... Towards the end of the meeting, they handed me a piece of paper. I think it was literally a ripped out piece of notebook paper, um, dog-eared and coffee-stained that had all of the root passwords for all of the servers. Yeah. And I said, what is this? And they're like, well, sometimes there might be an emergency and you need to log in. And I said, look, no, this is not the role I play. I am yeah. not the number one technology guy. I am the leader. And, and yeah. while it, it was interesting in A, because... Um, I was not being my predecessor and B, I was setting the boundaries and I immediately showed yeah. what I was bringing to the table, what versus what my predecessor was. And so by drawing that boundary, it really shifted the dynamic of me and my staff immediately. Day mm-hmm. one, they understood that there was a difference. I was not them, but yeah. better. I was different. Yeah. And that created a, a, a really a big difference. And so I think you have those opportunities to know that um you know you've got to set your boundaries um and you've got to set them wisely.
1: Overall I keep thinking about how this this is all about your promotion is more than just a conversation with your boss about the compensation oh, sure. and the title. Your promotion is about setting those expectations for the people mm-hmm, that are around mm-hmm. you. And when right. you don't do that and you just show up the next day as your same self you will yep. not be successful.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. There's so many, so many opportunities to 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 succeed here, but the, you know these three things are are just 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 giant potholes that you can stumble on and, and set yourself back uh, really quickly.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, what are the three? And and I have to say, it was hard for you to take the negative part negative of this on the third one. Oh, I, the third was, one was, I saw <laughs> you try, shift that back. You're like, you That's hurt right. yourself. So what yeah, it, three? But it,
0: I think when you look at it from the negative, uh, in some cases, it's, it's more self-evident, right? Yeah, because you'll do sure. things, all these positive things, and you'll sum them up and go, oh, I was doing this. And like, yeah. so yeah, the first one, you know, don't do your old job. yeah, Right? You got to draw the, draw the line there. Number two, don't be your predecessor. Yes. You're a different leader. Do something better. And three, don't overextend yourself. Yes. Make sure you create those boundaries. Make sure you create the expectations. uh, Set yourself up for success. How'd I do? I started each one with don't there so I could.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so it's like, take time to make the shift Mm -hmm. for you and the people around you. So good. Yep. And so important.
0: Yeah. I think it's so important. I, I often say, you know, before before you do that kind of transition, you should absolutely take time off, have a moment, get that objectivity yeah. because like you keep saying, you just can't show up the next day. Um, and boy, it's hard to, to make those transitions and not fall into these pitfalls um, when you just jump into it uh, that quickly.
1: So good. Something we don't talk about often. So great tips of things to avoid. Way to go, James. Thank you. Thank you. Good stuff. handle stress, and stay calm under pressure?
0: You know, that's a great question. In fact, somebody once asked me what my superpower was, and <laughs> or if I could have a superpower. <laughs> I do think that that a lot of these things are, are, are deep. They're not, uh, you can obviously learn strategies on how to deal with stress and anxiety. Um, but a lot of these things are built, you know, when you're a kid and these come through from just, you know, how you grow up. I've always had the ability to, uh, when, when things get anxious, I go down. When people mm. get excited, um, you know, I'm, I'm my, my makeup is like of a first responder where I tend to not be escalated when things escalate. And I can't say why that is. Um, but I do th- do a lot of things to manage anxiety too. I Like I'm, um, you know, I had, I had a great coach, a friend of ours, John McKee, once said, look, you're an athlete, just by the way you're wired, and, and he's right that if I have a workout, whether I'm a good athlete or not, we didn't discuss because we know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> but if I work out, um, uh, I'm better and I just need that, that type of, of, muscle activity makes, helps me manage stress. And so whether it's working out, whether it's yoga, you know, those things help me, but I also think I'm blessed with some sort of, you know, some genetic, uh, tools that allow me not to, to, to stress. That's a great question.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Quick Take, where we talk about the questions that are on the mind of executives everywhere. Connect with us and share what's on your mind.
0: You can find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, or whatever nerdy place on the internet you find your podcasts. Our links to the show are in the show notes. We appreciate you.